Hey guys, gals, we, the, they, them, whatever makes you feel sexy. Your girl B here, back at you with another episode of Strip It Down, entitled, I Bet You Think Strippers Like You Too. Today we're going to talk about everyone's favorite subject, the do's and the don'ts of the strip club. This list will primarily focus on traditional strip club patrons, which are men, but there are some things that I consider do or don'ts that are exclusively for women or that maybe women just tend to do more often, but just know that if you think something is missing from here, it might be because I'm saving it for my episode on the ladies, but trust me, it's coming for sure. So there's this classic put down that goes, I bet you think strippers like you too. And that comes from the naive man that thinks he knows everything and is doing everything right all the time. Just like the typical strip club customer that thinks they know what they're doing and that they're doing it well, and that any dissatisfaction that they experience at the club is by no fault of their own. Well, I hate to break it to you, but if you're not happy at the club, it's probably you. Sure is. But the good news is that it's usually out of ignorance that most strip club snafus are made. Most customers don't realize they're being rude or disrespectful, which is scary all in and of itself, but true nonetheless. They think they're letting loose or just being boys or complimenting us or whatever, but to put it bluntly, you're not. You're driving us insane. <laughs> so I'm here to help with that. I've compiled a list of the classic do's and don'ts of the strip club from the horse's mouth. You know, this is your how to have fun, leave in one piece, and not make the trippers hate you guide. I can't believe I have to say this again and again and again, but the first thing you need to not do is do not show up to the club with no money. More importantly, don't show up expecting to not spend any money. You know, as I've stated before, if you only have $100 to spend and you know that that's your budget, okay, then you need to walk in with that expectation that you're going to spend that $100 and that once you do, however long that takes you, that you need to leave because it's cheap and it's exploitative to just sit around not spending any money getting this free show. It's obnoxious. You know, budget to get in, get a couple of drinks, and if you don't want dances, that's fine, but you should have enough to tip the girls on stage, you know, periodically at least, enough to show respect for their time. That doesn't have to cost a fortune, but it does take consideration and forethought. So don't come in with $10 and hold on to it for dear life and then get pissed when you don't have any fun and all the girls were like so rude to you because they're just in it for the money. You know, seriously, if you get bored and want a refresher on how entitled people can be sometimes, you should probably read the Yelp reviews for strip clubs and see the hilarious things that people complain about. It's like always them being cheap or gross or whatever, but you know, you can't win them all, so... A do. Do tip the girls. Tip them on stage. Tip them when they dance. Tip them when they spend time with you. You know, tip them. They are working. If you respect them, then they'll do their best to make sure you have fun. And on that note, you know, tip everyone. Tip the bathroom guy, the waitress. Everyone is there to make your experience the best that it can be. And trust me, money talks. If you're respectful and you've been tipping all night, the staff's going to look out for you. You know, they're going to have your back if anything crazy goes down, if there's any kind of issue. You know, the waitress will try to go get you the best girls because she knows that you're not going to disappoint them and make her look bad if she brings them over there. If you want to go to a VIP room later, you're going to get the room the fastest because the floor guy knows that you're tipping and being respectful, etc., etc. Another do. 
shower and groom yourself. <laughs> you know, nothing is worse than a smelly, bad breath guy that wants to dance from you. It is terrible. And I have had my share of people that smell like a moldy McDonald's cheeseburger and it is not appealing. Um, on that note, if you wear sweatpants, I will not dance for you. <laughs> you're not sneaky. You didn't come from the gym. You know, it's not for comfort. It's because you're going to try to grab my hips and you're going to try to slam me down in your lap and hope that I grind on your little buddy for $10. Well, I'm sorry there, little dude, but ain't going to happen. So just don't do it. <laughs> also, don't wear flip-flops. It's gross. I, I, It's gross in there. There's stuff being spilled. There might be glass. I might step on your toes because I'm super clumsy. If you get too drunk, you're going to trip on yourself it's probably best just to avoid flip-flops. Do plan ahead. You know, get an Uber if you don't, if you're going to drink. Make sure that everyone knows what time they need to leave so there's no drama. You know, make sure you're planning your night out accordingly so that it doesn't turn into a fiasco. Don't fight. The majority of the fights I see go down are between couples and that's a whole separate rant that we'll discuss on the latest episode. But still, you know, there's alcohol and lots of testosterone being thrown around. And the occasional good old classic bro bar fight does happen. And, like, don't be that guy. Just chill. <laughs> if you feel like you're being disrespected or whatever, just take a five-second breath and ask yourself if maybe you're just drunk and reading the situation incorrectly. And if it's not really worth all that kind of drama, because it's not a good look, guys. Like, seriously, it's very immature. And are you really going to start a fight with some stranger over a girl that doesn't give two shits about you? Don't lose control of your motor skills and or your bodily functions. It's disturbing to me the amount of times that I've witnessed grown men lose control of every part of their body after a couple of shots. You know, Ted, the high-powered CEO by day, is in the corner pissing himself after his buddy bet him that he couldn't do six shots of Patron and that bag of Coke that he brought from the office. Hard eye roll, you know? <laughs> Seeing men carried out because they physically cannot walk and are falling down and knocking stuff over is pretty common, and it's pretty pitiful to watch, I will admit. But it's also very entertaining, <laughs> especially on a slow night, as long as no one's hurting themselves or anyone else. But, you know, we don't necessarily mind. But I know that's not something you want to look back on and remember this story, hearing the story about you acting that way. But the bodily functions, no. Like, just no, guys. I have straight up seen a bachelor puke all over a girl giving him a lap dance. And then at first he pretended like it wasn't him and then refused to pay her because she didn't, quote, finish the song. Like, that is an actual true story. Um, I've also had more than one guy straight whip their dick out in front of me and just start pissing wherever they were standing. These poor, poor pitiful men. So if you can't hold your piss or your liquor or yourself up, you know, it's time to go. Or if you have a problem with that in general, maybe it's not good to go out in the first place. Just saying. You know, a good way to help that is our next do. Do get something to eat. Um, believe it or not, our food's pretty good at my club, and I can't speak for everywhere, but if they have food, you know, maybe you should try something. It's it's never a bad idea to eat while drinking, and it'll help kind of keep you from getting too shitty if you are, but it also kind of helps kill some time, especially when you first get there, so it'll give you something to do where you're still kind of spending a little bit of money, but not, not being rude, but still having time to kind of settle in, and the girls will give you a little bit of space while you're eating to get comfortable before they start coming over. Don't mess around on your phone. 
So here's the thing, you know, I get that maybe you're sending that last quick minute work email or checking in with your girl or sending your buddies that you're meeting with the address of where you are, but do it and get it done. Don't sit there and fiddle on your phone the entire time you're sitting there thinking that it gets you out of being rude for not participating because you're not really looking. Because one, yes, you're sneaky. Peripheral vision, have an ass, is still looking. (laughs) Maybe you're not gawking, but you're still looking. And honestly, the biggest reason why this is such a pet peeve is because nine times out of 10, when people are on their phones, they're trying to record us without our permission. Instagram, Snapchat, your own personal, creepy, poorly lit, non-consensual porn collection, I don't know what it is. But either way, it's super not cool and it's infuriating. Like, we're not giving you permission to do that. You have no right. And it's always the broke assholes not spending money that do it. You know, we have lives and kids and jobs, and it's not fair for you to potentially out us if we don't want that. Not to mention to consume our content without compensation or consent. And I know that I said that I was going to save the women's stuff for later, but men do this too. You know, but women are by far the worst. When you catch them filming you, their excuse is always, oh, I was just Snapchatting myself, or I was taking a selfie, chill out, what's the big deal? Okay, well, if you were at the gym in the locker room and some bitch was Snapchatting all over the internet and your naked ass was in the background, you know, would you appreciate that? I don't think you would, you know, so don't do that to me. You have a little bit of respect, show some decorum and just, just don't, okay? <laughs> um, this next one is a two-parter. Don't sit at the stage if you're not going to pay attention. Sitting at the stage with your back turned, like talking nonstop to your buddy, when there's plenty of other seating to be had, is is super rude and it's really annoying. And you're taking up a spot that someone else that might actually be interested in the show could be in. But the golden stripper rule is do not look if you're not tipping. So, you know, this goes a million fold if you're sitting at the stage like seriously it's bad enough when you're all the way across the bar creeping and not tipping but when you're sitting so close to my naked body that I can smell your body odor and you're staring at my asshole so hard that you like are looking for the lost city of Atlantis in there then you better be tipping me (laughs) you know not all girls do but but some will try to ignore this behavior and try to not let it bother them but I'm here to tell you that this OG isn't having it if you're sitting at my stage and you're staring at me and you're not tipping anything then best believe I'm going to call you out for it. I'm usually pretty coy about it. I'm like, you know, what's the matter? You don't like it? To which they almost always respond, of course I like it, hell yeah, whatever. And then I go, okay, well, I couldn't tell as I hold my garter out while making direct eye contact with them and giving a sly smile. So they're either going to realize they're being dicks and give it a little bit of a tip, in which case problem solved, or they're so embarrassed or annoyed with me that they at least overt their eyes, to which suits me just fine all the same. You know, I'm not being self-absorbed. You don't have to tip me if you don't like me. Just tip someone, for God's sakes. (laughs) And don't stare all slack-jawed at somebody if you're not going to tip them. Just don't. It's On a side note, you know, don't ask a dancer to do something like a pole trick or dance in front of you or whatever if you're not going to tip them. All the time people will come up to me and be like, do this or do that or show me something and I'll be like, okay, and I'll go do it and then there's no tip and then you're just like, what the hell? (laughs) Um, Don't smack, lick, pinch, kiss, bite, etc, etc a dancer like ever, anywhere. 
<laughs> especially if they're on stage. I hate this shit because you're stuck up there and you can't really do anything about it. And then people will come up to you and try to get way too grabby. And you're like, dude, you need to chill. And then one person does it and then everyone thinks they can do it. And then before you know it, you're in trouble and you're like, you know, what was I supposed to do? Um, do, do have realistic expectations of what you're looking for money and company wise. You know, the best way to make sure you have a good time is for you to know what that means. You know, what does a good time to you mean and what does that look like and how much does that cost? And as long as you're honest about that with yourself, then you're going to have a good time and things are going to be just fine. Don't, don't fall in love. (laughs) I repeat, do not fall in love. It's, it's my job to make you feel special and heard and happy, even if it's just for a couple hours. People just take that for what it is and enjoy it and move on. (laughs) Don't misinterpret my professional compassion for true affections. It's frustrating and it's not fair. I have a nickname at the club. A lot of the girls call me the regular whisperer because I have somewhat of a reputation for being able to like pull in and keep pretty high end regulars without ever having to see them outside the club because that's just not what I just don't do that. But let me tell you, it's very, very, very difficult to constantly tote the line with people between your boundaries that you have made clear and their delusions that they think they can change. It's tough and it's exhausting. And I know every bartender or waiter or service industry person out there probably knows what I'm talking about. You know, you got that guy that comes in every Tuesday afternoon, makes inappropriate but mostly harmless banter and comments to you about you and him and y'all and wants to know maybe way too much personal information about you, your schedule, starts to kind of become demanding of your attention and of your time, jealous of other customers, but they tip really well and you don't want to be mean, but you're just doing your job and they're trying to make it into something that it's not. Then they make you like a bad person when you have to keep reminding them that you're not in a real relationship with them. I'm going to discuss this a little bit in length in my attachment episode, which is going to be very difficult for me to explain and to write, but I hope that it'll make sense and I'll be delicate but blunt about the impossible nature of these types of dynamics. But for the purpose of this episode, guys, please just just have fun and move on. You had a great time. You really liked her. Okay, go see her again next week and then leave and then don't think about it again until next time. You know, use your Use it as your weekly escape, your decompress time. You know, it's like the gym or watching the game at the bar. Don't make it into something it's not. And definitely don't try to passive aggressively make her feel guilty for not letting it be something that it's not. You know, don't make this your hunting grounds for a therapist or for a mistress, especially. Just please, just make everybody have a much easier time of it. And just don't do that. Don't say things like, I'm a nice guy, or I don't do stuff like this. So even if that's true, <laughs> it implies that you kind of look down on this kind of stuff, even if that's not what you meant. And it's, it's hurtful and, it, and it's annoying. And you basically saying that you are a nice guy is almost always a red flag for letting me know that you're not really a nice guy. If you have to assert to me immediately off the bat that you're going to be nice and you are nice and that you're not like other guys... You're probably not. I'm sorry, but it's just the truth. Don't be offended if a girl has to leave. 
you know, she might have to go on stage or has another regular that's coming in or might legitimately have to freaking use the bathroom, you suspicious asshat. (laughs) Um, but if she does excuse herself and you find yourself getting butthurt about it, just ask yourself if you should be. Were you being polite and respectful? Did you offer to buy her a drink or a dance? Or did you tip her a little bit for your conversation? Did you push like boundaries? Did you ask too many personal questions? Were they invasive? Did you tip enough for the amount of time that you were conversing with her? Did you have more money to spend and expect to continue tipping freely? You know, this is her job. And while a nice guy and a good conversation is a bonus, it's not going to pay the bills. So if your well is run dry, we just got to go on to greener pastures. It's not personal, it's business. You couldn't, like, you wouldn't continue to give test drives to a person who said that they weren't going to buy a car if you were a car salesman. So don't take it personally when we, when we have to go to. Don't try to save me. Captain save is like a constant thing in there. It's extremely presumptuous and aggravating for men to come in and assume that I'm just some pitiful damsel in distress that needs saving. First of all, I probably make more money than you do. (laughs) And even if I don't, why would I want to walk around being your little pet when I can take care of myself? You know, we're not all in bad situations. Some of us chose this life for our own personal reasons that we shouldn't have to justify to you. I was a single mom and I put myself through college and started a business all while working full time. I think I'll make it without your help. You know, no offense. But thanks for the belittling offer. (laughs) and PSA almost every man that tries this is married so what he's really saying is if you fuck me I'll give you money and I'll help you accomplish whatever goal it is that you seem to think that you surely couldn't do on your own you know there's nothing wrong with sugar babying if that's what you want to do but if that's what I wanted to do then I would do that but I'm dancing because I'm a dancer and I want to be a dancer and you arguing with me that I don't know what's best for me it gets really old really fast so don't do that either Um, this next one is hilarious and I've actually talked to a couple of people. I've kind of mentioned this to a couple of my like dancer friends and then a couple of my civilian friends and just kind of throwing it out there. And it's hilarious how many people that aren't in the industry have never heard of this before because you say to any dancer and they're just like, Oh my God. So don't blow on us. Like, don't blow on my ass, don't blow on my pussy, don't blow on my nipples. Like, don't blow on me. It's weird. We don't get it. We don't like it. It's gross. Like, I don't understand. Are you trying to, like, spread your halitosis to my nether regions? Because just, I, I, mm. (laughs) So, like, real talk. Anyone out there that does this, first, please stop. Stop doing that. Then, please, please message me and explain to me what your reasoning is. Like, why do you do that? Do you think that it, like, turns us on? I'm not really sure. I've discussed this with quite a few dancers, and none of us can really pin down why we think guys do this. I don't know if it's their middle ground for the fact that they can't touch, so they want to blow. I don't know if they think it turns us on. I don't know why they do it, but don't do that. They do not we do not like it. (laughs) Um, On the same note, don't make like lip smacking sounds or like move your tongue around or anything gross, like sound effects like that during a dance. This is not a B budget porn. And if you've ever really gotten a woman off, then you would know that that's unsettling and very distracting and we don't like it. (laughs) Um, Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't touch. Um, don't touch me as I walk by. Don't try to sneakily grab my ass while I'm standing there talking to you. And do not try to grope me the entire dance. You know, especially if you get a good dancer, they can actually give you a better dance if you're not pawing at them the whole time. I tell my customers this all the time. If you could just sit there 
still, I could actually get really close to you and give you the best that I can possibly give you. But if I'm constantly busy dodging your hands and trying to not get in trouble, then I got to stand all the way over here just out of pure like preservation. So do us both a favor and chill out and be respectful and let me set the pace for how much touching is allowed or is not allowed. And if you don't know, ask. If you go to a new club and you've never been there before or you're in a different state and you don't know what the rules are because they are very different everywhere, you should ask. You shouldn't assume. Just ask. Okay, let's see. Next, don't. Um, and some of these are kind of similar, and I know that, but there are slight differences between them. So if you just kind of listen closely, you'll hear that there are, there are some slight differences, but they sound similar. But... Don't harass me about going out with you. Seriously, guys. Every single night, I get about 10 guys that are like, I don't want to dance. I respect you too much. Blah, blah, blah. I want to take you to dinner. I want to really get to know you, etc., etc. And that's all well and great, Mr. 101th Guy tonight, to say that exact same thing to me. But I'm at work, and this is my job. And if you don't respect my time and my job enough to get one measly dance or to tip me for this stimulating conversation that we're having where you could, shocker, get to know me better but in a space where I feel valued and safe, you know, then why would I want to go out in public with you? You need to get over yourself and be honest. You don't want to spend money and you want me to stroke your ego and make you feel special by agreeing to see you outside. Well, I'm okay. I'm good. So, you know, just don't. Don't harass girls to go out with you. And if they say no, just drop it. Don't tell me I'm so much prettier, smarter, whatever-er than my coworkers or that I'm too pretty or smart to be doing this in general. I am pretty and I am smart and that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> First of all, you know, you don't know anything about any of us. A lot of us form really strong bonds and friendships and we're like family. You could literally be insulting my best friend and for what? To make me feel good about myself? I don't need you to put other girls down in order to feel confident. There's not a limited amount of badass bitch to go around. And if you want me to give, if, like, if you want to give me a compliment, then you need to be original and come up with one. You know, don't just be backhanded and try to tear somebody else down hoping that that's going to make me like you more. Because at least for me personally, it's not going to work and it, it's a bad look. And on that note, you know, don't be a scrub. <laughs> I'm showing my age here a little bit, but don't be a scrub. Do not holler obscenities at me from across the bar. If you yell, hey, baby, sexy mama, yo, girl, something undiscernible in Spanish, I don't care. I don't care if you got a handful of money in your hand. I'm going to act like I didn't hear you. I'm going to absolutely pretend like I did not hear you. You know, if you want my attention, then come up and introduce yourself like a normal person would and ask for it. I'll be happy to come over and entertain you and we'll have a great time. But treat me like a person and I'll do the same for you. So this is one that might sound similar to the dating, but it's different. You know, don't ask for sex. Just don't. If you are looking for sex, you need to seek out an actual, willing, full-service sex worker. Don't harass me. I, 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 like, even try not to get too offended when people ask me, you know, because I get it. I'm in a sexually charged environment. It's one of those things where you're like, I mean, they're just, they're going to ask. I know that. I don't immediately just get, like, annoyed that they're asking me, you know, if, if someone asks me and I'm like, you know, no, I don't do that. And they're like, okay, that's cool. I, I let it go and I'm not offended, but it's obnoxious because most of the time they're not asking, they're assuming. And when I try to politely decline, they continue to argue with me. Like we're bartering over watermelons at a farmer's market. 
you know, no means no. Have some dignity for yourself and some respect for me. If you got to ask the question, ask the question. But if she tells you that she doesn't do that, then you need to show some respect and accept the answer and don't just constantly argue with her about it. Don't ask me if I'm married or if I have a boyfriend, especially if that means you're going to not spend money on me if I do. (laughs) Like, grow up. You know, so the only way I'm worth compensating is if you can convince yourself and your insecure brain that you might actually get into my pants. And so if I'm in a relationship, you don't want to waste your resources. It's like, yeah, okay, Mr. 9 out of 10 times has a gold band on your hand. You know, go ahead and save that money for the next girl that you ask who's going to lie to you and say, oh, no, I'm single and lead you on all night and drain your wallet. And then she's going to block your number when she gets home and crawls into bed with her boyfriend. It's all the same to me. Or you can just not ask questions that don't matter. If you really genuinely want to know if I'm married or if I have a boyfriend or something, I'll tell you. You know, not all the girls will, but I'll tell you the truth. But if my answer dictates how you're going to react to me from there forward, then it's probably a question you just shouldn't ask because you're ruining both of our time basically with it and don't be a hypocrite like I said it's almost always married guys that ask that question and I just I just don't really know how to respond when they get really weird and touchy about it afterwards it's like well how does your wife feel about this you know I mean come on um similar note you know don't come in bad mouthing your girlfriend or your wife honestly 90% of what I do on a nightly basis is is I'm a therapist I did minor in psychology in college and I have five years of reference on the subject. So I might be a little more qualified than some dancers to actually listen and potentially offer some constructive advice. Um, But that's what you need to understand is that that's what I'm going to do. If you want me to respond like, oh my God, what a bitch, you know, she's not doing what, et cetera, et cetera. You deserve better. You're barking up the wrong tree. It takes two to tango. And I guarantee that any behavior she's exhibiting that you're not happy about, you probably have some correlation with. So if you want my actual advice on how to help a situation and you're tipping me appropriately, then you need to keep in mind that a clinical psychologist charges between 70 and $250 an hour. And my tits are out. So that's extra. (laughs) but then I'm going to be happy to give you a sympathetic ear and I'm going to genuinely listen to you and maybe I'll try to help if that's what you want or I'll just listen and be supportive if that's what you need but if you come in there thinking that you're going to act like a caveman and I'm going to be on your side then you're wrong I'm just I'm just no girl power sorry (laughs) don't tell me to smile I will caveat this and say that this is not just a strip club rule. You know, men, if you're at the gas station, the bank, the grocery store, do not look a strange woman that you do not know and tell her to smile. It's super creepy and very annoying. Just don't do it. (laughs) Um, But in the club, if a dancer's not smiling and looks pissed, that's her business. That will affect her money and has to do with her. I promise you, men in general, this is not just in the club. No woman likes that. Okay. (laughs) The ones that will giggle and give a little smirk when you say it are 100% doing it to appease you, hoping that you'll just end the interaction and you'll leave them alone. We hate it so much. So if you really want to talk to that girl, then maybe go up to her like a person and be like, hey, how are you doing? Can I buy you a drink? How's your night going? And you might be surprised how her face lights up and all of a sudden she's perfectly pleasant because you engaged her politely like a person and didn't demand some kind of emotional validation from her at the same, you know, so just don't do that. Don't tell me how you're not like the other guys. 
okay, yeah, right. And I'm not like all the other girls too, right? Except for, wait, I'm beautiful and I'm smart and I'm working. So like maybe I am. And maybe you're lonely or horny or bored or just someone who likes boobs and just wants a pretty girl to be nice to him. Cool. What's your point? The other guys aren't wasting my time trying to convince me on how great they are and how I should date them. So maybe you're right after all. Okay, so this one is kind of similar to the don't ask me what I'm, you know, don't ask me out or don't ask me to have sex with you or whatever, but it's still a little bit different. Don't ask me what I'm doing later. I've been in these shoes with loud music blasting in my old ass ears and people pawing at me physically and emotionally for eight hours. I'm literally going to take a shower so hot that it singes the skin off of my body and then I'm going to pour myself into my favorite pair of sweatpants and I'm going to try to probably write a little bit of content while I pet my dog and eat whatever leftovers are in my fridge if I don't get faux on the way home. And then I might attempt to cop a feel on my husband, but most likely I'm going to be rejected because it's probably four in the morning and then I'm going to go my tired ass to sleep. I'm not going out, I'm not hitting the spot, and I'm certainly not fucking you. So don't ask me that question. You know, I think people think I'm, that they're, they're being sly or whatever, like, oh, what are you going to be doing after this? And I'm like, not you. <laughs> I know some of the girls go out after or they have a good time or do whatever, but, you know, I don't. And I think that most of them would say that they're doing nothing to a customer because everyone knows that that, that line is just bait. That That's just a question that you're asking, trying to bait me into saying something playful and flirtatious about hanging out with you. And that's not what I'm going to be doing. So don't use the ATM at the club, you know, get cash before the club charges like stupid high fees to use the ATM that are annoying. And most guys are married or they're using their work cards and they don't want to have to try to explain why they had that charge on that card. A generic ATM withdrawal is going to be a lot easier to explain and it's a lot cheaper in the long run. Some dancers will get kind of pissy when I point this out to customers because they're like, Oh, if they want to get money out, let them get money out, you know, but I believe in making money fairly and honestly. And, and by going in with what you intend to spend, you can also avoid a lot of impulse buying that you're going to regret later. And it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth and make it to where you don't want to come back in even though that's no one's fault but yours and your lack of self-control it still is what it is so if you can try to get to the ATM before you go and that'll kind of save everyone some trouble I mean, another do would also be to call your bank before you go in. Um, if you're from out of town or you plan on spending a decent amount of money in the club, and this happens a lot with corporate clients, guys will be in town trying to entertain like their new clients and all that, and they'll take them to the club and they'll start whining and dining them, and then the bill comes and their car gets a fraud alert, and then things get very stressful for everybody. You know, now the, the guys are really drunk and they're trying to call their bank's automated line to tell them that they're approving of the charges so that they don't have to ask their potential new clients to pitch in because their card is locked and the, the waitresses are running around freaking out thinking that they're not going to get paid and they're going to have to pay tabs and girls are getting pissy and the whole vibe is just ruined so just you know go ahead and save yourself some time and the trouble and do it ahead of time just make sure before you go out of town and before you spend a good amount of money that your card doesn't have a fraud alert and you'll be good to go but honestly the best way to avoid that altogether and that the staff will appreciate you and will just be easier for everybody is just to bring cash Cash is king and it, it speaks for itself. Don't call over girls if you're going to waste their time. <laughs> you know, make sure that your friend actually likes the girl that you're trying to get over there before you bring her over. That is the worst, most embarrassing experience for everybody. There's been so many times where a guy has come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I want you to dance for my friend. I want you to dance for my friend. And I walk over there and his friend is just like, 
not having it. Either they absolutely do not want to dance or they don't like me or whatever and everyone's feelings are hurt, everyone's time is wasted. You know, don't do that. Don't ask a girl to come over if you're not sure that you can afford or want to afford her time. Um, I do not. <laughs> Let me repeat this. I do not care if it's your birthday. No offense. I don't care if it's your birthday. I don't care if you're getting married. I don't care if you're getting divorced. I don't care what special occasion you're there for. I'm happy for you. I want you to have a great time, but I don't care. Dances cost the same amount of money and you're not getting any extra special treatment, wink, wink, just because you came out of a vagina on that day doesn't mean that you're going to get into mine. You're like 30 years old and you grow up and no one cares. You know, do you want to see titties or not? <laughs> Stop getting all butthurt when you tell a dancer that it's your birthday and they don't jump up and down and immediately get all excited and want to give you free stuff. That's just, it's every day is somebody's birthday. Don't ask the other girls for information about each other. Um, it's not your business or theirs. If, if there's a girl that you want to know something about and they won't tell you it themselves, then you don't need to know. And walking around the club trying to ask the other girls to tell you things about people is creepy and it's invasive and it's a red flag and it will get you thrown out of my club very quickly. On this note, also, don't let me be rude to girls for you. If if you don't like the girl that's sitting with you or you want her to leave because you want me to sit with you or whatever your reasoning is, you need to man up and you need to do it. I have to work with her and I have to see her on a day-to-day basis. You can be a jerk. You can hurt her feelings. I can't. So if you don't like her, just politely but directly just say you don't and move on. Don't request a song from the DJ if you're not going to tip him (laughs) and or if you're not going to tip the girls that have to end up dancing to it. So all the time customers will come in and be like they want this obscure or crazy or not sexy or whatever song and the DJ will try to do that if he can. If it's reasonable, he'll try to play that song for you at some point in the night. But then obviously the polite thing to do would be to tip him for his effort and then also you know any of the girls that have to go up on stage or girl that you get a dance for you or whatever it is that is dancing to this song that's probably not a song that they would normally be dancing to or want to dance to you need to tip them because you might have screwed them completely out of making money because they get up there and you put this ridiculous song on and everybody's like what in the hell is this and nobody wants to tip them so then you should tip them because it was your fault (laughs) don't ask me for coke I'm pretty high strung and I know that I'm hyper and I'm very chatty and so I get this a lot but the thing is is that when they ask me for coke and then when I say I don't do that or I don't know anyone that does then they want to argue with me they're going to be like oh come on you're a stripper of course you do blah 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 and I'm like no I, I, I really fucking don't I don't do coke I can't help you there and they get all pissy and pout off so don't don't ask girls for that. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that there's constantly stings going on and undercover cops and things like that to where, you know, you can really put into jeopardy the entire integrity of our entire club. And, you know, girls don't know that. They don't know who you are. They don't trust you. So you're really kind of playing with fire there. So just don't do that. If you just absolutely have got to do coke, handle that before you come in. But I don't recommend doing it in the bathroom because if they catch you, they'll throw you out. <laughs> Don't antagonistically ask me what happens in the VIP room. You know, like you're going to get some kind of special deal. If you want to be a pig and ask for a blowjob or whatever, then you should have the balls to just come out and say it. 
Like, seriously, if you're like, hey, look, I'll do a room, but I want X, Y, Z, and I can respond with, I'm sorry, but I don't do that, and you accept that, and we can move on, and you can go find someone else or whatever, but you were nice about it, then I can respect that, and no one wasted anyone's time, and no boundaries were pushed, and it just is what it is. I might internally judge your choices, but, you know, that's just how it is. But don't play little cat and mouse games where you want me to say something that you're going to get for special treatment because you're not. It's just dancing, but in private, same rules. And I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to tell you otherwise just to sell the room. Now, some girls might. That's their prerogative, but that's just not the way that I operate. So, you know, don't kind of be coy and try to play around and beat around the bush hoping I'm going to spill the beans just for you. (laughs) If you're comfortable, do get at least one shot from the shot girl. They're allowed to be a lot more in your face and touchy than we are. Um, They have their clothes on, but they get to sit on you and very impressively (laughs) deep throat this test tube and then let you drink it out of their boobies. So that's a good time and that's fun. And they're working really hard and they don't get as much love, you know, because they're not naked or whatever. So, you know, I always try to encourage people to at least get one shot. It's fun. The shots are kind of pitiful, of course, but it's fun and the girls appreciate it. And, but again, make sure you tip, you know, because the price of the shot is for the shot and that's, you know, what the club gets for the alcohol. The tip is for the show that you got from her. So always tip for that. Let's see. Don't pressure anyone to come with you or to get dances if they don't want to. If your buddy's uncomfortable coming at all or is fine coming but just doesn't want to get a dance, then you need to leave him alone, (laughs) you know? Let him talk to a girl to tip her or whatever he's comfortable with. It's just, it's so much better for everybody involved if you don't force them into something that they don't want to do. And I won't force a dance onto somebody that doesn't want it. I refuse to do that. Also, don't freaking do that to your girlfriends or your wives. I know most of the time that they have lied and said that they're like totally cool with being in there. Woohoo. But come on, man. You you know she's full of shit and that she doesn't really want to be there. She just wants to seem cool and not uptight. And she sure as shit doesn't want to dance. So don't push that. You're the one that's going to end up on the couch, not me. So I'm just trying to help you out. She says no, let it be no. So there tends to be a lot of entitlement and assumptions that come up when people visit the club. It's like as soon as they walk in the door, common decency just kind of goes out the window and they can play make-believe and not have to abide by the law of decency or anything else. Then they get upset when they get called out on their ill behavior. You know, this is not Grand Theft Auto, people. (laughs) Just because you're paying dancers for their service does not entitle you to whatever you want. And it doesn't mean that they did something wrong just because you're not happy or you didn't get what you wanted or you got nothing tangible out of it. If if you go to a restaurant to spend money and you don't you don't get anything out of it, you get a meal, you don't get anything you can take home with you. But you still don't walk into that restaurant like all the rules just don't exist. Like, oh, I bought an appetizer, so now I get to have all the time and energy of the waiter and I can do whatever I want and I can be disrespectful and I can be rude and it's all the same to us. Well, we're people. We have rights. We have feelings. We're trying to make you have a good time, but you still need to follow the rules. Don't make us miserable because it's not good enough for you. Don't treat us like the hotel room on your vacation. (laughs) It's so wonderful and you enjoy it so much and so beautiful, but then you just kind of trash the place and treat it like whatever because it doesn't matter because you'll be gone soon. Don't do that. Remember that you're a human being and I'm a human being and we need to treat each other that way and then everybody will have fun. And so that's it. That's the do's and the don'ts. 
the basic ones anyway, there, I mean, this list could go on for an eternity, I'm sure. And there's always adding and altering going on, but hopefully this has given you guys some insight and some good guidelines so that next time you go to the club, you can make the best of it and everyone can enjoy themselves. Dancers need to stay tuned because I have a great list coming up, um, of the do's and the don'ts for dancers in the club. Uh, and until then, please, please be sure to like, subscribe, share, rate, review the show. It really helps. Also, don't forget that you guys can be part of the show and I might feature your question or your comment on an upcoming episode. You just got to go to anchor.fm slash b strips it down slash message and leave it there for me. Or you can email me at b strips it down at outlook.com or on Instagram or on Facebook. And until then, keep the suggestions, keep the questions coming and And um, I'd like to get to them all and we'll have some more fun. But until next time, drink more water, have more sex, and go the fuck to sleep.